Welcome to another episode of The Effective Statistician. It's really great to have another collaboration with Calc today. For that, we have Rianne on the call. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good, thank you. Very good. And she has been on the call before. So if you just scroll back to uh, and search for Calc episodes, so C-A-L-C, you will find some further episodes. And we also have a specific homepage on the Effective Statistician that has captured all these different Calc episodes that we have done in the past and where you can find out more about how Calc helps you to improve your career. There's lots of events that Calc is doing. And uh, this is just one further content piece that helps you to, you know, be more productive, have a great start in your career and progress throughout uni and thereafter. So we talked today with a couple of students here. And um, let's start with a short introduction of everybody. So just your name, your university and your education background. So let's get started with uh, Malika. Hi, my name is Malika. I study financial mathematics at Brunel and I'm currently working at GSK as a, as a clinical statistician in HIV. In terms of my educational background, it is quite different. I studied medicine before and decided I didn't enjoy it, so I changed to mathematics. Cool, interesting move. <laughs> from, so from medicine to financial mathematics? I didn't enjoy the um, pure maths as much, so I thought I'd just choose finance because it was it was just optional modules on the side. The pure maths element stayed the same, but I didn't want to do any extra pure maths modules. <laughs> okay, okay. Miles. Hi, I'm Miles. Um, I'm studying for a BSc in maths at Bath Uni. Um, I'm currently working as a statistician at Roche. In terms of education background, uh, I did further maths and chemistry at A-level. Very good. And then Nick. Cool. Um, yeah, so hi, everyone. I'm Nick. Um, I study maths at Cardiff Uni. And I'm also a statistician here on placement at Roche. And in terms of educational background, I study maths, biology and business at A-level, but uh, I decided to pursue maths at, um, at uni because obviously it's very, very interesting. So, yeah, thank you also for having me, Alexander. Awesome. Yeah, Mars is really interested. I, I loved it at university as well. I also studied with pure kind of mathematics, with analytics and algebra and all these kind of different things. Uh, let's go to the other Alex. Hey, here. everyone. So I'm Alex. Uh, I go to University of Bath and I'm currently on mathematical sciences, but I'm planning to change to maths and statistics once I go back to university for my final year. Uh, in terms of A-levels, I did maths, further maths and economics. Um, and I did a bit of physics before I dropped it. Okay. And now I hope I pronounce it correctly. Rajiv, is that right? Rajiv. Rajiv, yeah, okay. That's good. Hi, um, my name's Rajiv. I study mathematics at the University of Bath. Um, I work at GSK as a clinical statistics IP in their oncology department. And uh, when it comes to some educational background, I did maths, further maths, chemistry, and physics uh, for A-levels. 
So what did you make you choose a placement here in, in medical statistics, Rajiv? Um, I suppose, okay, so medical statistics particularly. Well, I worked at a hospital in the summer before my second year, and there I regularly communicated with nurses and healthcare assistants as, as I was on my role, of my role there. While I wasn't necessarily um, any of those two roles, I ended up um, communicating with those people rather regularly, and I just got to see what they did therefore on a day-to-day basis and that inspired me to do something do something that could help change other people's lives for the better you know even if going as far as you know improving their health maybe I couldn't do what the nurses and healthcare assistants could do but surely there was something I could do similar and I kept this in mind when applying for placements and at that time conveniently I very much enjoyed statistics and still do to be honest but um, back then I um, really enjoyed statistics, and so I thought, well, statistics, medical. If I come, if I bring those two together, then I'm bringing my ambitions and my and my passions together all at once, and all all in the aim of bring, doing something for the better. So, medical statistics therefore was the route for me, the placement. Yeah, you can not see it, but there's a couple of other heads that are nodding here at the same time as, <laughs> as he's speaking. So, uh, Nick, you were just nodding as well. Yeah, I mean, very similar answer to, to Rajiv in, in terms of, obviously, when I was at A-level, I really loved biology and maths. Um, and it was always a big sort of um, decision to decide between whether to go down the maths or the biology route. Um, and I decided to go down the, the maths route. Um, and then the placement or the year before placement came along and I was applying for things and I was like, oh, well, the pharmaceutical industry does seem like a very logical way to get the biology aspect and going in as a, in as a statistician, you sort of get to combine the two. So that's sort of my, my reasoning for, for, for doing this placement as a statistician. And Miles, you had a similar kind of reasoning? Yeah, similar, similar things to, to have already been said. But um, as well, I just I, I was already... Uh, pretty interested in stats, um, knew I wanted to do a sort of statistical placement, but I, I sort of found out that within medical stats, there are lots of opportunities for, for the programming as well. And, um, you know, I wanted to strengthen those skills as well. So um, it seemed like the perfect thing for me. Really. When you're speaking about programming skills, was there something specific you were looking for in the placement here? I wouldn't say specific i really liked using r which is used a lot in um in medical stats um so so i wanted to explore that more and also i knew that there's lots of opportunities to develop like um quite exciting things that can be used like for patients like there's lots of different like apps and there's lots of applications for patients and, and lots of like machine learning um, stuff and, and things like that that um, that I've I've seen and, and thought that's really cool and it actually like obviously has a direct impact in in helping patients or making uh, hospital visits a bit easier like things like that um, I just yeah found really really interesting Alex what was your background I I think to be fair I'm quite similar to everyone else again um, yeah I. If, if I'm honest, the so I'm at uh, Amgen doing biostats oncology, and when Amgen was the first placement I actually applied to, and I just I sort of went on the website and I saw that they did lots of drugs that I was particularly like um, 
interested in and so i guess i it was more towards the company rather than the industry as a whole um but in terms of just deciding placement i definitely wanted a break from maths <laughs> if i'm honest i wanted like a break from um university learning and just to know and see for my for myself that like maths could be useful when i was doing a degree that i could actually be you know helping people with in some way so it's nice to get that sort of you know yeah. idea yeah i can see that when i actually started mathematics uh, at university i wasn't really sure what to do with it so um in parallel i also was thinking hmm, maybe i need to become a teacher um and so i was had that as as a kind of fallback position but um yeah Over the years, I found out hmm, there's actually quite some interesting things uh, that you can do with it, and and that was even before you know all this data science hype. Malika, I think for you with your medical uh, background, this was quite a natural choice, isn't it? That's right. I, so when I started the degree, there was and like you said, there's so many career options to go down. I was very uncertain, and I spoke to my placement advisor and. We've, we figured out I still enjoy helping patients. That's something I want to carry on in my career. But I also enjoy maths and particularly stats. It goes back to A-levels when I self-taught myself a stats module because I was I was so interested in it and I didn't want to learn mechanics. So it, the combination was something my patient advisor made me aware existed. And I thought I'd pursue it because it just sounded like a perfect mix of what I wanted in my career. But you're also doing financial things. So you could have also gone to probably one of the big banks in uh, in the city. Why did you decide against that? I think this um, this is something I'm still exploring now because prior to joining GSK, my whatever it thought about finance and why for stats, it came through lectures, which is not the it, it, it's just content and theory. But when I joined GSK, I realized how different the role of a statistician is to what I'm learning in statistics and how different when I, whilst network, networking, how, di how different the role of, a, of finance of, of, account, of an accountant is compared to what I learned during my lectures too. So it's something I am still exploring because pace, the patient year gave me an extra year to try to figure out what I want and to explore and make use of my year to network. Yeah. So uh, if you think about a typical day at GSK how, how was that for you the biggest things that I one of the biggest things that I informed my placement advisor I wanted was that no day should be the same every night the variety and he said the, the role of a medical statistician is going to suit that and that's something I have realized throughout my year every single day I have new tasks and new projects to work on so no no two days are the same if I'm talking about a current day right now I'm currently working on a project and I'm programming some tables and some figures for, for a study. So that's something I'm working on. So then I attend progress meetings where I update my progress to my colleagues and make them aware of any problems I'm facing. Apart from that, I also work on non-study related projects too, which is helping, for example, to analyze surveys, which kind of use, uses my statistics skills. And that too. And I also feel it's quite a good mix because we also have opportunities to have coffee catch-ups as well. So that's something we have quite regularly. So I feel as a whole, it's quite a good mix and I, I get enough interaction and also enough simulation and enough challenging, enough challenges 
through my task. When you said analyzing a survey, what, what does that mean? So you were kind of given the data and, and try find something out or how, the, how did it, that look like? That's right, to analyze data. In this case, it's through graphs, um, through graphs mainly, so we can create a presentation to feedback to the leadership team. Oh, cool, cool. So you also did some data visualization, things like that. Awesome. Nick, how does a usual workday look like for you? Yeah, so just to repeat what, what Malika said, I mean, no no day is the same. I mean, there's projects that I started, when I started, which are completely different to what I'm sort of doing now. Um, but in, in terms of at the moment as well, um, so throughout my placement, I've been doing a lot of sort of exploratory analysis. So um, in particular, looking at sort of this new biomarker assay um, on some of the data um, in CSF and plasma for particularly in Alzheimer's disease studies, uh, which has been really, really interesting. Um, so in terms of what that involves on a day-to-day -day basis, that, that works on. So before the data is coming in, so I'm working on the analysis plan, so planning what analysis I want to do, what I want to see. Um, and then when the data comes in, obviously doing some data cleaning um, and then programming in R to, to produce sort of a report uh, to summarize what I found. Um, so yeah, that basically summarizes. I mean, there's, there, there's lots of different projects that you get up to um, throughout the year, but in terms of um, what I'm spending my time on at the moment, that would be what I'm sort of doing. So you kind of get to see from kind of the planning of the analysis through analysis, um, presenting the analysis, yeah. having further discussions about that, kind of the, the whole process. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think that's what's what I feel like has been so good at my placement and Roche has been that even right from the start, I was trusted to, to basically go wild on, on this data and just see what I can find. Um, ah, so yeah. yeah, get your hands dirty and dig into the data. So to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miles, exactly. uh, is that similar for you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've, um, I'd say I've worked lots of different projects um, over my time and um, yeah, definitely no two days are the same. So yeah, some days I, I'll be like programming a statistical output or helping to create an app. Um, I've mostly worked within uh, flu and ophthalmology um, during my time. But then other days I might be sort of supporting filing tasks, um, just general support for the lead study statistician and things like QC and, out and helping with output um, templates as well. You created an app. Um, a shiny app or what kind of app? Yes, yes, a shiny app. There's a Nest framework that we use at Roche, which makes it quite nice to create apps and you can create different modules. And 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 one one that I did was to sort of help answer some questions from clinical science. So um, this was in a, a pediatric uh, flu study and they had different questions about re the resistance to the flu that different patients had and and how this related to weight. And so you can put different modules in of like um, sort of plots to show weight and and show which patients had uh, resistance to the flu and, and things like this. Um, and as well, I've helped on um, a, uh, a flu data mark app. So this was combining over 15 different um, flu studies from I think the last 20 years actually. And similar thing there, um, creating these different uh, modules for the app to help analyze it, yeah. Have you done something like this before? Um, no, definitely not. And, and that it was something I was really interested in doing and, 
And, you know, I think um, it's been really nice that I've been able to, to say to my manager, like, you know, I've always wanted to do this. I think, I think our shiny apps are, are really cool. Can I just sort of, again, like get my hands dirty, just have a play around. And, you know, I, yeah, I, I had the benefit of before making those apps um, that were for a real purpose. I could uh, play around myself and, and use a lot of Google to, to try and figure my way around things. And I actually really enjoyed doing that. So, yeah. 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 I think uh, Google is probably one of the best mentors you can have. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all use that mentor all the time. Um, Alex, how does a day for you look like at Amgen? Uh Yeah. I'd, again, I'd say pretty similar. I've made um, a few apps as well, like Miles. Um, that's been a new skill, which I've, I've really enjoyed learning. Yeah, just lots of different things, really. Yeah, I, I think when I started placement or when I was applying to placements or the placement, I was thinking like, you know, I, I'll be playing around with spreadsheets all day long. Maybe I'll make some PowerPoints or do some really basic R work. But I, it's been really nice to just be given a bit more responsibility and, you know, creating TFLs that will eventually be sent to the EMA or FTA. That's like a really cool thing to be able to just say that you've done you know, creating apps or doing summaries of result or even helping plan like analysis and stuff. I'd say lots and lots of different things. And I think the responsibility in each one has been quite nice to have. Yeah. So it's not just, you know, bringing the coffee. It's it's really kind of working and digging the data and, and having fun with yeah. it. Yeah. Rajiv, what kind of things have you learned through your placement here? What kind of things have I learned? Um, well, I've done definitely a lot of R programming. And while this was something I did rather regularly at university, I was exposed to certain pieces of R syntax that I don't think I ever would have been have. Ex I never, I never thought I would have been exposed to at university. Um, so that's definitely built on my R skills, and who knows, it could be rather useful in my my final years. It university because there's definitely going to be some modules that will involve which will involve um the use of r whether either whether it's on a coursework level or for some you know homework you know and there may be some times i have to think out of the box with respect to r and i think definitely gsk has taught me to do that in that regard um and i've also learned how to program in sas to um some extent as well um which may well be useful in the future job i take up if not at university and I think another thing, I mean, I've been working in oncology, but particularly in early phase trials. Um, and what's used a lot there, I think, in early phase trials, not just in oncology, but in a lot of pharma, is Bayesian statistics. And hence, I've been exposed quite a lot to that. And that's definitely going to be useful as well. Um, and probably directly at university as well, because again, probably we'll be learning some Bayesian statistics at university. Um, and I think, although I'd say the most important skill, really, this is something I don't think I ever will learn at university, which is to deliver a presentation, okay. really, because I think as a mathematician, like, when are you going to deliver a presentation, apart from maybe one or two modules on the side, but even then, you know, you don't have to do those modules. Um, so, yeah, I've, ha I've had the opportunity to deliver three or four presentations, and I think that's been important um, not only to build my confidence but also just to present to a to a wide range of audiences and so yeah that's definitely a skill I've gained which I equally highly yeah this is for sure one of the main 
kind of leadership influencing skills that you'll for sure need to work on quite a lot. Is there anything similar that the others learned in terms of, you know, beyond programming and statistical things that, that you've gained knowledge in? Yeah, I think it's, it's a lot of those softer skills that you don't quite get sort of learn at uni, just like communication skills and like working within a team and networking and, and things like that. Um, I think it really like bridges the gap between like what you learn in the degree and, and an actual career. Um, so yeah, de definitely those, those softer skills. I think that's what a placement's been really useful for. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree completely with what Miles has just said. I think also when you're working in, in pharma, um, you're, you're dealing with people all over the world. Like loads of my team are spread around the world in Basel or in San Fran. So I think it's also like gaining a really good understanding on how to, to work with different people and also dealing with different sort of stakeholders, um, has been really sort of cool and interesting and, and nice to sort of learn this skill that you probably wouldn't learn if you were at university. So, Malika, anything to add from your side? I completely agree. It was it, this was one of the main reasons I wanted to undertake a, a placement here because these the soft skills we do get exposed to it during university, but it's it, the frequency is quite low. It's like we present once or twice a year, so that's something I discussed with my manager right at the start of placement. I, I wanted to improve my presentation skills. And I also recently got to lead a team as well for a charity event. Cool. So that was something that was very useful. And I can take away those skills into third year and also my retail job as well, which I do part-time. Yeah, I think that's a really, really good advice. Have a discussion with your supervisor quite early. Yeah. To what are your expectations? What are your strengths that you want to further develop? What are kind of, you know, beyond statistics and programming? What are these other areas that you want to develop on and, and work on? So you all had a pretty interesting, you know, timing <laughs> to go in a placement year with a pandemic and things like that. How did you cope with that? Who want to go first? I mean, I can go first. So, yeah, I think it was definitely challenging. However, right from the start, um, particularly Rosh had a great onboarding scheme so that even if you are starting from home, And they're constantly trying to network network you with people all around the company. But I suppose also you probably don't get the feel of what it's like in the office. I mean, I'm in the office right now. Um, and with, like, although we haven't been in the whole year, um, all the students are trying to go in sort of once a week um, just to sort of so that we can get this sort of um, uh, the, the workplace sort of experience. So, yeah, no, I feel like it's definitely been challenging, but there's definitely been things put in place to try and help. So, um, yeah, it's been quite good. What specifically has been challenging? I think also just talking to people over the video and not actually knowing what they look like in person. I think it's so hard sometimes to to sometimes like, especially in a group call when people are trying to talk all together. Um, it's, quite, it's challenging sometimes people talk over each other. So I feel like in the room you sort of you don't really get that, whereas over over video call you do. Mm. But yeah, yeah. So it's the kind of communication in in a. Virtual meeting is much harder than, than yeah, in a, for sure. in a direct <laughs> office meeting. Yeah. But you would have had that anyway, you know, working with Basel and San Francisco yeah. and so on. How was that at Amgen, Alex? Yeah, I, th I think pretty similar, but I haven't actually been to the office yet. So um, I'm still missing out on that bit. But yeah, I think been lots of challenges. Um, I, I was told when um, we started, if we get back into the office, 
um, a couple of the ACs often walk down the office like the Pied Piper collecting everyone to go for coffee and stuff so we, we've had coffee breaks and things but missing out on more sort of casual time at work um, it's been a challenge but generally I, th- I think it's okay I've worked from home for the entire year and that means I've been able to save on rent I've been able to spend an extended sort of period with my family which are probably wouldn't have been able to do otherwise because I'd hopefully get a job and after graduating and stuff so mm. that's you know uh silver lining and things and I think also working at home it does mean you can sort of I think I work uh, quite productively at home because I can sort of structure my day quite well and go I'm going to do these tasks right now and I can set it out well like that um yeah, I've, I've, I think it would have been nice to be in the office at the same time. So, Did you think you kind of learned to be more productive at home? Uh, I, th- I think so, but it's it's hard to tell. Obviously, you know, all the other students here will tell you that at, at university, all you do is you, you go to lectures and stuff, and then you work, and then you go to sleep, and then you sort of do the same thing. You don't have any free time. <laughs> Whereas at work, and I this would be the same as if you're in, in the office, you sort of work, and then you stop and you sort of throw everything out of your mind and you just have actual free time and same with the weekends and stuff. So, yeah, I, th- I think at university to work that sort of, that is just very different anyway. So probably would have learned to work in the office and be a bit more productive in that sense. too. Uh, I think taking breaks is really important to work productively. If you don't have a kind of end in sight, and, you know, it's really, really difficult to kind of stay on task and only work when you're really productive and when you're not just kind of reading the same page three times and you still don't know what's, <laughs> what's in yeah. it. Malika, how was it for you? It's, I haven't been into the office either, but at the same time, I think it's the same experience as I would have had had I been in third year of university because it's all virtual anyway. And I do feel that GSK, they've handled it quite well. Even though it's been virtual, they've still, we've still had events for placement students too, like scavenger hunts and quizzes. And my colleagues have been very helpful. I, I know I can message them and they'll help me because I think that this was something I was worrying about because in the office, you can just go to your colleague and ask them if, if they're sitting next to you for help. And I thought it might not be the same case in a virtual setup, but everyone's very helpful and they're very good at replying and helping. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So you also learn about that. Kind of, if you would pick one thing, yeah, that um, was really great about the placement here, um, and because you would, you know, and that you would miss really very much if you would have not done this placement year. What would that be? I mean, I would probably say, um, as I mentioned earlier, I've been working on a lot of sort of analysis um, and I've also been working with someone from Sanfran on the analysis. And it's been quite nice because it was quite a significant piece of work, um, which was, is, was due to be published. So I've managed to get co-author on, on, on a sort of scientific paper, which has been a really good experience. And um, obviously at university, like, I may potentially not have had that, 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 that opportunity. So, um, yeah, I definitely would say, say yeah, that. Okay, Malika, Miles, yeah. 
For me, I think I've been fortunate enough to like be able to work on COVID trials. And I think that's been just an incredible experience and obviously something that I wouldn't have have done if I wasn't on placement. And like, I really get to feel like I'm sort of helping fight this, this pandemic. So that was, that was a really exciting thing for me. Definitely my highlight. Alex. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm probably similar to Nick, where I've, I've been able to work on a manuscript, and that's been just really interesting. I'm, I'm still working on it for another few weeks, I reckon, until it's sort of all the stat stuff is over. That's been really cool. I think sort of underlying that is just the general being able to actually work on things that are getting out there and being produced and being used by other people instead of just learning yeah. almost for the sake of learning, which it feels like at university, but actually you know, doing things has been quite nice. It's a different feeling if you work on a data set that nobody else has yet looked before compared to a data set that was already used 10 years <laughs> at university and has been sliced and diced to death probably. And it's, it's nice knowing and being like the first person to ever see exactly how drugs work in seeing the first you know p values or you know odds ratios or whatever yeah nice knowing that yeah malika for you i think it's the different type of challenge that um, that placement has brought so for for university it's it's still academia is very difficult having to learn theorems and master them and apply them whilst that placement the challenge has been it's been slightly different so it's been in terms of prioritizing your tasks meeting deadlines communicating and team playing so it's i'll miss that challenge it's it's going to have to wait a year until after i graduate yeah rajiv i suppose yeah really it's just this what i really have appreciated most about my placement is just those getting to gain those skills that i wouldn't have really gained to university like the most important one being to, to present to a large audience there was one presentation i had to deliver based on which was on some on a project that i'd been working on for six months researching how to apply the certain um, parameter used in clinical trials um in a certain piece of statistical software being able to present on that and explain thoroughly but equally concisely you know how the you know the process works to people who had never used that even that statistical software before it was really a privilege um, and to get, you know, positive feedback after that showed to me that and, you know, p- and, you know, appreciation for people and uh, the idea that they had understood that really was was it for me. That made me b- believe that I had done something positive and something that, you know, could be useful for the future. They may- Maybe they'll use this statistical parameter for the future. Maybe they'll use this statistical software in the future. And that really the idea of striking a legacy of sorts, no matter how big or small, that's, I think, what was most important. And to do it by through developing a certain skill, I wouldn't have at uni, was, you know, even more emphatic cool. as well. Yeah, very, very good. Let's talk a little bit about tips for the students. We already had one that it's really great to have a discussion with your supervisor at the beginning in terms of what you would like to learn. What other tips would you have for someone that starts the placement here. And yeah, I just completely echo what Rianne says there. Um, I guess when you're working in the industry, you see placement students come and go and everyone that comes in always brings in some fresh ideas, some new things, uh, you know, to shape things up, some new techniques, things like that that are being taught at university. Um, 
so yeah it's really great to hear all of the uh, all of the valuable stuff that you've learned uh, and everything that you can take back to your degrees and then obviously moving future with your careers wherever that ends up hopefully in the pharmaceutical industry but yeah it's really being really great to hear yeah that's an awesome advice that i also talk quite a lot about your personal growth happens outside of your comfort zone so yeah really be courageous and step outside of that anything else as a tip um, I would just say, just take every opportunity that's thrown at you. You've only got one year here, so just go for everything. And and, and don't be afraid to, to go outside your comfort zone because throughout your career, you'll be going out of your comfort zone pretty much all the time. So you've got to get used to it, got to get used to it at some point. Yeah, yeah. Even if you mess up something, yeah, there's for sure something that can, you know, people will have a look and check. And so you can't really do something seriously wrong usually so um i think there's very little risk malika any any tip from you mine was sort of was very similar to it it's advice i gave myself when i started my placement year and it's i've got two months left it's something i'm continuing to do it's to take every opportunity whilst whilst not sacrificing the quality of your work exactly yeah. you, you have one year and it, it doesn't really matter If you make mistakes, there's people that will help you and everyone makes mistakes anyway. So just go for what you can and try and develop, develop, personally develop as much as you can in your year. I'd, I'd say um, along sort of similar lines, go for whatever you can do um, or whatever's you know coming your way because you'll get all the training you need for it. Nick was saying about how they had training like onboarding going on when he um, started and Amjad had that. I'm sure everyone else has that too. So You don't need to worry about anything. So do just go for it. Oh, I was just going to say, if you if you fail, you're going to learn from it anyway. So you might as well try. <laughs> yeah, actually, what you just said, reach out for help. I think is really, really important. You all said, you know, there's the people that you work with are usually quite open to help you to um, move you forward. So reach out for help is really, really important. You are not supposed to know everything when you start obviously and reaching out for help will be really important throughout your career yeah uh, there's so many people that actually stop reaching out later in their career uh, because they think oh i should know this or something like, i have the senior title so i shouldn't ask questions that's that's actually bs um one of the most a senior statistician I ever have worked with, he was asking me, you know, who was 30 years younger in, in the career, lots of, lots of different questions. And I think that was one of his secrets for success, that he was always curious and never kind of afraid of asking questions. Okay, let's talk a little bit about your future. What are your plans after completing your undergrad degree nick you want to go first oh yeah i'll go first so the plan i think obviously the placement year has been a great experience so and i want to sort of carry on forward in this sort of industry um so the plan is to finish my undergraduate degree and then and then go on to do uh, a master's um either in medical stats or, or data science um i'm well the decision of which one is still sort of undecided i mean um, but I just know that both will be a great experience and open up lots of doors. So Cool. Very good. Malika? I'm still deciding. I feel that by taking this patient year, I've developed so many skills and also gone through the application process once. So it's, it's really going to help me 
So my friends, they didn't do a placement year. And so they, in September, they just started applying to, to whatever they could rather than actually making an informed decision. So although medical starts is, is very much likely something I'll go down, down that route, but at the same time, I'm going to take the remaining two months of placement to explore as many different career options as I can before sitting down with my career advisor and sending out applications, whether that be for further education or for jobs. Yeah, I think that's another interesting thing. Uh, when you actually work as a placement student, um, the field of medical statistics is also very, very broad. Yeah, so if you think about, you can work in preclinical area and toxicology and then these kind of areas, you can work in, you know, early phase, uh, first human studies and, and things like that. You can work in phase two or phase three, where you work maybe on huge studies that are there to get marketing approval. Or you can work thereafter in launch and commercialization and HTA. And, you know, so there's also lots of real world evidence stuff and, and things like that. So there's actually quite a wide variety of um, areas you can work also within clinical. So um, uh, that's interesting. Miles, what are your plans? Um, yeah, so for me, I'm uh, really interested in going into like a data scientist role. I think being able to still still keep all that stats kind of stuff, but um, even getting more programming in there too. And certainly within a um, pharmaceutical and, and medical context, I'd love to um, sort of stay, stay in this industry. It's really loved it. And I think the work culture has been great and everything. Whether I do a master's, yeah, again, it's a bit, bit up in the air because I think it depends on on which roles sort of require it and which don't. But um, yeah, I, I'm definitely considering doing one. Alex? Uh, yeah, well, my placement, I've really enjoyed it. And yeah, I think I've, well, going into next year, I've picked all the modules I can that sort of relate to it. Um and yeah, I'd want to do it in the future. If I think when I mentioned to my friends, so in order to go into the role, I think I need to do a master's in um, medical stats or at least stats. And I told my friends, yeah, I, I'm thinking about doing a master's and they could not believe it. I was sort of the last person you'd expect to do a <laughs> master's, to be honest. Um, but I, I think I looked at the master's and I went, actually, this is it's quite different to the, the degree that I'm doing right now. But it's really, really nice and interesting. Uh, it's sort of, you know, half links to what I've done on placement and goes across other areas too. So yeah, I think I'm looking and hoping to go into biostats in the future. Ajiv, what are your plans? Um, yeah, I've been thinking about um, being a pharmaceutical statistician, but I've been more so thinking about being a pharmaceutical programmer because I've really enjoyed um, programming using R and SAS. And I think this is something that I think I would be more than happy to do in the future on a regular basis. So that's something I'm, I'm very much strongly considering. But at the same time, I've been thinking about a few other opportunities outside of pharma. I've been thinking about going into finance. That's something that's always been at the back of my mind. But it's equally something I'd need to do a bit more research on, like where in finance do you want to go? Because kind of like medical statistics, finance is you know very broad, a lot of places yeah. to go into. Um, so I'm considering that. Um, but I've also been considering um, doing a PhD, um, although what in, I'm not sure. It'll probably be something mathematics related, but I think it's just a case of me going to my final years and just 
you know, exploring as many topics as I can in mathematics and just seeing which one's really the one for me. But that's more of a distant idea in my head. But I think one I'm definitely going to consider because I do equally I'm like mathematics. So um, we'll see. So, yeah, in short, I'm very much keeping my options open. Yeah. 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 And with a PhD, to be honest, when I started studying, I could never even imagine actually getting a di diploma, let alone, you know, getting a PhD. But over time, things evolve. And as you grow, you get more and more kind of see that further steps are actually an opportunity and actually can be realistic. So I wish you all the best with, with your next steps. Rianne, James, anything you would like to add from your point of view? I think it's been really great listening to all of you speak and um, the amount you know you can achieve in a placement year is just remarkable. And um, we really value placement students and what you bring, your fresh ideas, your creativity. And um, so it's been really just great hearing um, about all your experiences and I, I hope this will help students listening to this podcast who are considering a placement year or um, don't know about medical statistics and this will give you an idea of what um, career in medical statistics might look like whether it's on placement or, or um, not on placement. Yeah and I can tell you there's a couple of placement students that I had in my team And um, <clears throat> they did really, really good. And uh, we stayed in contact and they ended up being employed in the same, same companies and later on. So I think it's also a great opportunity to build a network and potentially find your future employer. So I think uh, that's awesome. And, you know, CALC is an awesome organization that helps you getting along And there's lots of tools, materials that we'll put in the show notes here to further help you. PSI, by the way, offers free membership to all students. So you can just go to the PSI homepage, say psiweb.org, and apply there for membership. And then you'll get a lot of further uh, opportunities to learn, to connect. And yeah, attend these different meetings, hopefully in the future again uh, in person and not just kind of uh, virtual. But even virtual, there's lots of, lots of great things happening. We just had the PSI conference in 2021 and there was lots of great social gathering as well. So head over to psiweb.org and become a PSI member today, as I usually say in the beginning of, the, of all the episodes. Thanks for all the students today for sharing your thoughts about your placement here. See you soon once you have your degree, your university finished in the workforce, and we'll surely stay in touch. Yeah, great. Cheers. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank you.